It is an unfortunate fact that the elderly are taken advantage of every day. While the estate planning and government assistance laws are quite complex and ever-changing, how do you keep track of them? Through elder law attorney Michael Cohen. He's there for you to answer any of your planning questions in a way that you and your loved ones will easily understand. Mike has devoted his entire career to dutifully informing and protecting our parents and grandparents, aunts and uncles, anyone in need. Join us now to learn more about estate planning essentials with Michael Cohen and co-host Don Crawford Jr. Here now are Michael and Don. Welcome once again to your Estate Planning Essentials podcast and radio program. My name is Don Crawford, Jr., the owner of KWM Radio and co-host of this program, determined to seek protection for your family, your assets, and you. And I'm sitting with my co-host, my attorney, who should be your attorney, our Dallas estate planning expert, Michael Cohen. Hello, Michael. Hello, Don. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Thank you. I'm fascinated by our topic today because I really want to get into it because when you mentioned this to me before the show, you said, this is what I want to talk to because it's relatively new and it's, I think it's good. I don't, I don't really know what to make of this, but I've always found Texas and I've been here 15 or 20 years now to be a relatively conservative state when you compare it to New York and California, but I'm not sure about this new law. So please elaborate on it. Yeah, this is where as, uh, September 1st, mm-hmm. so this September 1st of 2023, of 2023 okay. there are situations where now a felon, somebody who has committed a felony, can serve as an executor of your will. Whether they're in jail or not in jail, does it matter? Well, you have to be able to act, but you can be. The law just says if you are convicted of a felony and if the judge okays it, you could now be the executor. Because in the past it wasn't that way? That's Is that the correct. Point? Wow. Until before September 1st, it was not that way. Well, there are a couple exceptions, which I'll mention in just a okay. second. So you could be a fiduciary felon, and it's fine in Texas. And by the way, executors can be paid. So who says that crime doesn't pay? <laughs> <laughs> so and a felon uh, means someone who's caused felonies. And what are some of those felonies? Oh, you murder, murder somebody. Right. Murder. Still be, okay. Yeah, that's a felony. Okay. If you committed a... Uh, sometimes people have financial crimes. Securities crimes. Deception. Um, there, mm-hmm. there could be you stole a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be that uh, you, uh, you know, maybe there was somebody who misled people, misrepresentations, fraud, deceit. Mm-hmm. There could be uh, there could be any number of felonies. Uh, uh, you know, you you rob, you mm-hmm. steal, mm-hmm. you uh, sold marijuana uh, to in high amounts. Kidnap somebody. Tra- yeah. Right. Drugs. Goodness. Could be any number of things. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, first of all, what's the purpose of the law? Why? Why are they going to do that? Well, first of all, what's an executor even do? Mm-hmm. Well, the executor. Once you go to court, I say, once you go to court, a lot of people think that if I don't probate my will, it says, oh, I was named as executor, so that's all okay. No, you you have to get approval of the court when you have a will. You're not really the executor, and the court says you're the executor. So you have to have the will probated, go through the process of probate. You apply for probate. 
the executor may give notice to different all any beneficiaries. You have a court hearing. Uh, there, you'll have to sign an oath before you get letters testamentary. You have to prove that the person died. Although we talked about, remember on a couple weeks ago show after the Hawaii fires, we talked about what happens if a person is missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, in any event, the, the, there's laws. And when you have a will, you go by the state's laws. That's why some people, by the way, have trust, Mm -hmm. because they make their own rules as opposed to going by the state's laws. That's one of the benefits of having a trust. Well, in this case, we have a person with a will. And uh, a will, you name who your executor is. Uh, You should usually you want to be independent of court supervision. Um, And. Uh, but there are certain requirements to qualify. Now, again, the executor gathers up the assets, pays the bills, and then distributes. That's the responsibility of the executor. Um, and executors can be paid, which we'll get into that in a minute, on how much can an executor be paid. Okay. So if you're a felon and you're appointed as an executor, how much can you be paid for, and that's why I say, who says crime doesn't pay? Okay. Right. All right. So, um, okay. So now we know what the executor's duty is: get the assets, pay the bills, taxes, costs, and distribute. Now, why do we have this new law? What was the purpose? The idea is that some people change. We want to have faith in humanity and that people will get better. So, maybe the let's say that you had a felon who, I don't know, uh, did something wrong, but now after 30 years is an upstanding citizen. He's changed. Look how he's changed. And we, Probably it's like some movie or something uh, that doesn't happen as much in real life mm-hmm. as we like it to be right. in the movies. Right. Um, and they've turned their life around. Maybe they were the only beneficiary. And they had committed the felony before uh, Dad died. Okay. And and Dad said, you know, he's my only kid. You know, he's going to be the beneficiary. Mm-hmm. I just let him be in charge. He, I want him to get it, even though he's done something that law doesn't like. I was 20 years old. I was on drugs or alcohol, whatever the excuse right. is. Okay. Yeah, just like in the movies. Okay. <laughs> so um, now, so now they're giving the judge to be the final arbiter. Okay. To determine if that person has turned away, turned their life around, and if they're willing to see if the circumstances uh, permit, uh, they could choose and say, okay, um, you're okay to be the executor. So what I understand, though, in the past, a judge couldn't even decide it, and now they can make a decision. Right. So in the – well, in the past, there has been two things that you could do as a felon to be executor. Okay. One would be to have it expunged. Okay. That's so taken off your record. Right. Like it never happened. Okay. Mm -hmm. You have to have it expunged, get your rights back basically. Okay. (laughs) And the second was a government, uh, governor's pardon. Okay. Pardon. Wow. Okay. That's big. Yeah. So if you get, and we've had, uh, we have actually a couple cases right now that was prior to September one. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, somebody sold marijuana 30 years ago or something like that. They distributed it, and it was too much. Uh, so it was a felony. Interesting. 
And so uh, it, because it was prior to September 1, they could not be an executor. By the way, what do you do there? What are we doing in those cases? Well, the law tells you what you could do. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this case, um, well, he couldn't serve. So what we did was um, if you could get all the benefit. Oh, and the other person that was named is now disabled. Well, if you don't have mental capacity, you also can't serve as an executor. Okay. So there's a few different qualifications for serving as an executor. Okay. Uh, the qualifications are, of course, you have to be a U.S. citizen, by the way. So if you lived in Belgium, I'm sorry, uh, you cannot be an executor under our laws. Good. Uh, if you have been convicted of a crime of moral turpitude, so it's not necessarily a uh, necessarily a felony, but if you have dishonesty, fraud, deceit, misrepresentation, deliberate violence, depraved or more immoral acts, those are considered crimes of moral turpitude. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so. All right. So now it could be that that moral turpitude could be a felony, too. We've mentioned some of those things, too. Certainly if you had been convicted of a financial crime, mm-hmm. let's say you swindled people. Mm-hmm. You like some of those, I hate to say, well, I don't want, I shouldn't give any names, but we all know that there are some financial people out there that are cruel and heartless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you say, oh, those no good son of a good. I would if I were first of all if I were a judge, diverting. I'm not sure that I would want ever a felon to be or very limited situations. I can tell by the way you're explaining yourself that you don't ever want that to be the case. Well, I mean, if rarely. you're elected and that person does something bad, true. I, I remember I had a situation where there were three kids, and I knew that I, one was a friend of mine, and he was bipolar. And he'd done some things financially that 20 years earlier um, that were not right. He took people's friends' money and used it for himself, probably deceptively. I knew that. I kind of saw through the situation. But his siblings, after parents died— put him in charge 20 years later. Mm, Goodness. And I actually told the kids, I mean, they kind of thought he'd turned his life around. I was wary, and I told them afterwards, you just put the fox on the hen house. Right. Almost shame on you. Yeah. I'm a judge. I'm not going to, if I'm elected, I'm not going to take that risk. But the law is now the law. It'll be up to the judge to make that decision. Yeah. I'm just saying if I were a judge, I'm not going to be – I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know we should forgive and forget, but um, I, I apologize. But when it comes – I have a duty to the beneficiaries I have and, and, and to creditors. And so I don't feel like uh, – I, I, I would have to have take a strong look at it before I allowed a felon to be – remember, it's a felon. It's not a misdemeanor. Mm-hmm. Now, you could, if you have, if a judge even, uh, one of the um, situations where a judge doesn't have to uh, uh, appoint somebody as an executor if they find somebody's unsuitable. So let's say they had a, uh, enough of a theft that it wasn't a felony, but it was considered a misdemeanor of some sort. But 
We saw that all the time. They don't have to appoint you as an executor. So, so if you have a, a uh, uh, crime of moral turpitude or you're not a U.S. citizen or if you're a minor or incapacitated or if you uh, find that the court finds you're unsuitable, you still can't be the executor, mm-hmm. even uh, in, in any of those situations. Okay. So, But those now are- you can – there is this now limited situation, if you are a felon, that you could be, as of September 1st, 2023, and not before, that you could, at the judge's discretion, be appointed as an executor. So then – as of September 1st, before then, the rule was you can't be. Mm-hmm. After September 1st— Unless you're expunged, unless it was the, exp- the record was expunged okay. or a governor, governor's pardon. Okay, got you. The rule now is you are the executor unless there are exceptions made. No, no, no. Okay. Not, uh, well, the, it's up to the judge right. to determine if they're allowing you to serve as executor. Okay. So it's not automatic— the judge has to make the, the decision. All right. And even if the judge just, I mean, the felon has turned his life around, if they don't meet one of those other uh, criterion, in other words, they're not qualified, if they had uh, uh, had a crime of moral turpitude or were uh, disabled or if they were not a U.S. citizen mm-hmm. or they just thought the judge thought the person was unsuitable, okay. they still do not have to name that person as uh, and the executor allow that person to serve as executor. So the judge is going to have to be – it's really going to be up to the judge. And remember, judges, uh, the judges don't have to be reminded that, you know, people will know. You know, it's kind of like you hear about, oh, I gave somebody a light crime, and then they go out and kill somebody again. Mm-hmm. You know, No cash bail, something yeah, like that. Yeah, something, and, and right. then something bad. And then <laughs> that's all public news. Mm-hmm. So they, they're they really not going to want to do this very often, I wouldn't think. Okay. So it's a new law, but I question whether a judge would do it. And I, so I, I say it because it's the new law, just to let you know, because that seems like such an unusual mm-hmm. uh, situation. But it is the law. We believe that some people could change their life or there's these limited situations they meet they're the only beneficiary, et cetera. You know, it's interesting because um, what about the heirs? I mean, it's hard enough alone to be an executor. Then if you're an executor who is a felon, they're going to be even more dubious about this individual. They're going to question him or her. And... Uh, I just think that exacerbates things that much more. Yeah, I think if I were a judge, if there was even any other beneficiary, I'm not sure that I would do it. I think the only time I might ever do is if they're the sole beneficiary. That's good. And it was after, and the and the uh, person uh, maybe was uh, had convict had been convicted of the felony before I did the will, mm-hmm. and then the the, the the testator, the one who signed the will, said, "Yeah, I know that the guy's a felon, uh, but I still want him to do it. He's my only beneficiary, and that's okay with me." Okay. I think I would limit if I were a judge. Now I'm not a judge, but right. if I were, the, I, I probably would limit it to that type of situation. The good thing is that there's there are judges, attorneys, lots of people who listen to Michael's program. They they listen to his podcast. They listen to Caleb radio to learn because Michael probably should be a judge you also are a judge and you're a judge in terms of whether you should attend his next workshop which is Saturday October the 14th and if I were you I would attend because you can learn so much from those workshops and they're free and there's no traffic we hope on Saturday morning at 9 a.m. they're at 10 a.m. I think and um, we want you to attend that next workshop so you get to go and ask a question about your individual circumstances 
and then listen to other people's individual circumstances and learn from those as well. Michael, more about the workshops? Well, we ask people what they want to know. Uh, and so we say, oh, whatever you like to know. And for we'll answer those questions over that two-hour free estate planning essentials workshop. Um, and although we will have a presentation, too, so people want to know some basic things about maybe wills or trust or Medicaid, some basic information mm-hmm. that are often asked. But there's always going to be a question we've never heard before, even though we've been doing the workshops for over 10 years. So you're going to, we're going to see what the questions are, mm-hmm. uh, and then we try to answer those questions, and usually we can. Yeah. And, so, and you're going to learn something not only from your own questions, but you're going to learn from the other people. Um, and there's nothing like in person. Yeah. There's nothing. You could do Zoom. You could do other technology. You could talk on the phone. There's nothing like seeing Michael live in person. Yeah, we hope so. And, uh, you know, I, th- I think most people love it. You'll find that, that um, you know, first of all, it's free. Mm-hmm. Second of all, uh, the two hours fly by. You learn something, two hours fly by, and... I hope that most people have some fun along the way. Plus we, donuts, coffee. Yeah, oh, donuts, coffee, and KWN coffee mug. That's right. why people are clamoring for it. Uh, they want that free mug. Not true. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice bonus, but it's not true. They come for your invaluable education. And this would be exactly that on October the 14th. Yes, thanks. Yeah, we just ask people what they want to know. Uh, you got, as you can see, you're going to learn something from others. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hope you have some fun along the way. To go that free estate planning essentials workshop, all you have to do is call 214-720-0102. That's 214-720-0102. Or sign up online at DallasElderLawyer.com. That's DallasElderLawyer.com. Uh, we hope to see you there. Excellent. Michael, when it comes to these felons, either I've asked this already before the show, um, but it's been racing through my mind. What about felons who are in prison? If you're in prison, aren't you a bit handicapped and handcuffed, pardon the hand words, when it comes to getting things accomplished? Yeah, I wouldn't think a judge would allow that. Okay. It's that easy? Okay, good. Now, it could be, though, we could see what it says and see if there was an alternate executor, or if all the beneficiaries agree, they could appoint somebody else as a independent administrator, if nothing else. Okay, good. So there is a way to get around that. So I would think, just like if somebody physically cannot... uh, handle things mm-hmm. and they can't so if you have a enough of a physical incapacity you can't take care of business so okay. you can so similarly if you're incarcerated it'd be difficult for you to be able to take care of business from makes prison. sense but a clever attorney is probably going to fight it though yeah well you know i think that if i'm a judge i'd just say i don't care what you say <laughs> right uh I'm, I'm not gonna you you can't you're handicapped by the fact that you're in jail right. so i can't imagine that i would allow you to to act as an executor in this situation okay now but then it gets gets to the point where a question that is a very highly searched at least uh, uh thing that a lot of people want to know about is how much can he be paid how much can you in any executor be paid mm-hmm well, of course, again, the bill, the the duty of the executors to pay the bills, taxes, debts, expenses, collecting the assets, uh, it could even require lawsuits. So before they're distributing uh, any assets of the will, well, under the estates code, especially if it's a dependent administrator, uh, it says that the standard commission is five percent of the estate. Five hmm. percent. Wow. But 
And so people are, when they hear that, they automatically say, oh, great. Yeah. But there's a issue with that. It's not on the cash on hand, you know, checking out savings accounts, CDs, money markets, life, collecting life insurance, unless it's difficult to obtain, um, or just paying out cash bequests. That's not, that's what's not considered in the 5%. You have to have, be able to, um, to be able to, it's because you're doing something that's uh, uh, somewhat more than that. Let's say you had to uh, collect on a lawsuit. Let's say you had to run a business. Uh, then you start, and actually you could even, if it's, if, if you could actually ask for more than 5%. You could say, I, this is a lot more difficult. I had to collect on Aretha Franklin's estate. Oh, yeah, I forgot. She didn't have that. Her will was a little bit defective. She did that handwritten will. That's right. You know, and, and remember, they paid out over a million dollars in legal fees and administrative costs already. Unbelievable. Yeah, so it was more difficult. They, well, of course, that's different laws of different state, mm-hmm. but still, you could see it could run up if it was. It's a difficult thing in in their case. They had those name, image, like to the albums, whatever you want to call it. Can you mention that's more difficult? So you could even, on the other hand, if you're uh, not, if it's all cash and you just make a distribution, the the beneficiary could say you're not entitled to five percent. Right. You didn't do anything, so it could go. It works both ways, sure. uh, and so you have to look at. It. So, so there's that standard stuff, and if and if your will is silent, then it goes by the law. So really, what should your will say? You should probably have, even if I said reasonable, if I said he gets my executor gets a reasonable fee, mm-hmm. which is the same thing as if you're silent, by the way. Okay. What's reasonable? In law school, they talked about the reasonable man. I've been looking for him ever since. <laughs> the I don't. What's reasonable to one person? Well, I think reasonable is worth yeah, a lot. It's worth ten percent of the estate. Absolutely. <laughs> and somebody else says you did diddly squat. You mean ten dollars, not ten percent. Right, 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 yeah. right. So what's reasonable is something that's subject to interpretation sure. and could be litigated on. So you, you sometimes people say a certain dollar amount. I give. $5,000, I give 5%, but not to exceed $5,000, a certain dollar amount, or maybe a certain percentage. I uh, give a certain percentage after all the expenses. I give 1%. Okay, whatever. You know, so you could have a dollar amount, you could have a dollar amount, a percentage amount, you could have a combination. Uh, you could say reasonable. Uh, you could say whatever it is that you like. Okay. But um, now, let's say, too, that you are the executor, and you're also a beneficiary. Should I take out the executor's fees first, or should I just get paid as a beneficiary? I didn't want to wait. I'm going to take out those executor's fees. I'm going to pay myself money, whatever the will said. Well, executor's fees are subject to income taxes. That's income to you. Mm. If I'm a beneficiary... Then I just get the money. Punny. There's no tax on that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think, what about a state tax? Oh, well, state tax limits twelve million nine twenty, so uh, it's on the subject to the estate, uh, the, the person who dies estate. Mm-hmm. It's not the <clears throat> beneficiary. Now, if you got an IRA, well, 
that's usually outside of the estate. That's usually name a beneficiary. And then when you take out of an IRA, you get income tax. So, okay. you, uh, so that's really something separate. Now, some people either, I guess another lesson to be learned is make sure you have a contingent beneficiary. So if you just said, I want my spouse as a beneficiary and you didn't have anybody else, right. what if you die in a common accident? Right. Now you have to maybe probate the will. That would be brutal. My buddy in New York, he was uh, executor, beneficiary, and he was an attorney, oh. which really made it complicated for him, too. Yeah. I don't remember what he did, but you, like you said, and we've been saying for years now, consider the taxes thereof. Yeah, so, I mean, so so a lot of times, it, you know, uh, if, so uh, you have to make a decision. Right. Is it, would I rather be income tax or whether can I get around that? Right. And so it really is going to depend on the situation. Are there other beneficiaries? Uh, if there are no other beneficiaries, then really just don't take the executor's fee. Good point. Very, very helpful. Excellent advice, Michael. Thank you again. If you want more advice in person, face-to-face, sign up for his next workshop, which is Saturday, October the 14th at 10 a.m., very simple to do that. Do the old-fashioned way and dial 214-720-0102, 214-720-0102 from Michael Cohen's office, or go to DallasElderLawyer.com, DallasElderLawyer.com. That's his email or his website address, and there's plenty of podcast information there, newsletter information, and, of course, a way to sign up for his next workshop. Michael Cohen, I thank you, sir. Thank you, Don. Leading estate planner practicing law for decades in Dallas, Texas, Michael Cohen is ready to educate you about the Texas and federal laws. The next step to that end is to attend his next workshop by going to his website, which is DallasElderLawyer.com. That's DallasElderLawyer.com and sign up for that free estate planning essentials workshop. Or you can also call him by dialing 214-720-0102. That's 214-720-0102. A talk show host on KAAM for eight years now, Michael Cohen is the person you want to evaluate what could currently be a rather insufficient estate plan. Make certain that is not the case and that it is created and completed your way by signing up for his next free workshop today.